You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Today on the ZabeCast, the NCAA tournament is a Cinderella mosh pit. I'll explain why this event is the ultimate heads-I-win, tails-you-lose proposition. Andy Poland joins me. We'll talk about why they're not holding open tryouts for Colin Cowherd's job. Mattress Mac is a degenerate, and that could be a wrap for the all-time Super Bowl scribes. Your bonus, uncensored, 35 minutes of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! <laughs> Here we go! Monday, March 27, 2023. Thank you for downloading. Andy will join us in just a moment. But man, did you see, if you're in the D.C. area... The three-hour traffic jam that occurred around the Tidal Basin this weekend because of all the tourists and some locals, some locals who have not yet figured this out, who said, oh, we've got to go see the cherry blossoms. Many, many, many years ago, the president of Japan, I believe it was, donated hundreds of cherry trees, Japanese cherry trees, to be planted around the Tidal Basin in downtown Washington, D.C. And once a year, only in spring and only for about a week total, do these beautiful trees blossom out 
in the most spectacular explosion of pink and white and loveliness. And yeah, yeah, if you have a chance to walk under them or through them on a nice calm day, you'll say, wow, isn't this beautiful? But if you're in your fucking car, pardon my French, in the rain, like it was raining on Saturday, and you are there for three hours because of all the people going, oh, we got to go see the cherry blossoms. Then you, sir or ma'am, are an idiot. You should have known this was going to be the case. Apparently some road closures, government malfeasance, and other issues led to an exacerbation of the traffic jams, but still. Imagine sitting in your car with the family going, isn't this great, kids? Hey, look at the cherry blossoms. When are we going to be home, Dad? Of course, with good enough Wi-Fi and enough battery on your phone, I'm sure the kids in the back seat probably didn't give a shit. All right, let's get to the sports. The tournament is cooking, and we are down to the final four. I don't have the results for the two Sunday games on this podcast because... I wanted to put this podcast to bed early on a Sunday and then enjoy the rest of my day off. With that, though, we've got a lot to talk about, and Andy Poland joins us right now. I hope you, Andy, were not one of the... I don't know, thousands that were stuck in three-hour traffic down there at the Tidal Basin yesterday? What? No, I was not. Uh, but <laughs> what, I, what is it about I, people I that heard. don't know that that is a complete shit show every year? Yeah, I mean, it, it actually was at its worst at the pandemic because people couldn't get out of their cars. They were, like, not allowed. <laughs> They're like, down. don't walk outside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it was just a... Uh, <laughs> Just crazy. And uh, yeah, I was actually driving home uh, Friday and uh, listening. I was not I was out of that area, but listening to the traffic reports and they said, don't go to Ohio Drive, please stay away from Ohio Drive. In fact, drive to Ohio would be better than going to Ohio Drive to try to see the cherry blossoms. Easily one of the most overrated touristy things in our touristy city, the nation's capital. Yeah. The old cherry blossoms. yeah, and and there are you know cherry blossom trees throughout the area. Uh, if you yes. don't need to see hundreds of them together and just need to see like three or four, it's <laughs> basically the same tree. Yeah, know? in fact, come to my back. I have one. I have one in my backyard. It's beautiful, but you better get here quick because it will all be gone in literally a week. Yeah, yeah. It's and also it's early this year because of the because uh, of the warm weather we had this winter. So yeah, yeah, warm but then cold, then warm, then cold. It's been a weird winter uh, for sure. The West has been a lot colder than it normally is. But hey, enough weather talk. Let's talk about the tournament. Was this the year that finally killed the bracket office pool? No number one seeds, even to the elite eight. That has never, Andy ever happened before yeah um well at least in the era when they went to uh, 64 teams i guess it may have happened in the past i would doubt uh, it i would doubt that in the 48 team tournament which eliminated other strong teams based on the limited amount of the field right because there was a maryland team that was really really good that missed out to nc state one year right 
Well, that that was when the tournament was 25 teams. Uh, then it went to 32 the next year because of that. Like, hey, we, we left out one of the best teams in the country. So <laughs> right. they added some at-large teams, and then it grew. Uh, like all things, it, it grew to a size that was really good, and they kept growing it. And what are they carping about now? Oh, we got to have more teams. Got to have more. You know? Although I don't know if those calls are increasing or if they've died down or if they're at about the same level as before. I wonder, though, with FAU crashing the Final Four party, if it's mm-hmm. going to be an argument for, hey, this is why we should have more teams in the tournament, that the landscape in college basketball is, the, has, is flatter than it's ever been. Yeah, you could say that, but then you you devalue the regular season even more, right? You know, and and it's it's kind of you know a forgotten thing anyway because we don't start paying attention until the middle of February because of the Super Bowl, right? So um, yeah, I, I I don't really know what to do, and and you know do, if you are a fan of say Purdue. Uh, aren't you really pissed off that that Florida Atlantic's going to go? I, I don't know. Why Purdue? Know? Why more? Why Purdue versus Alabama? Another one seed, or Purdue yeah. versus Houston? Another one seed that's down well, and least, out. At least they got to the Sweet Sixteen. Oh, okay. Uh, you know that that's. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you're a one seed, <laughs> you shouldn't go down to Fairleigh Dickinson. You should yeah. not. Fairleigh Dickinson was was only in because uh, <laughs> another team in the league wasn't eligible. Was not because, eligible, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, you know what it is. Who you know? It, yeah, it's what not is it? college basketball. This is really what this is because this really has almost nothing to do with the regular season. The the regular season is to just get into this, and once you're into this, who knows, right? You has know, it can, not always been that way, or what's different now? Well, there used to be like two or three teams you could pretty much count on being in the final four. You know. And and now right. you don't you don't really have that. You 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 look at the field and you go, yeah, I don't know, I have no idea. So that you know? so that then leads me to my you know, let me loop back to my original question: Has this killed the office pool? Is there any point in filling out a bracket, given the utter destruction of this year's bracket? Well, I mean, there, I'm sure there are people that pick Connecticut to be in the Final Four. Yeah, there's a couple. Are are you going to keep filling out brackets until you're dead? Yeah, they're fun. (laughs) Are they though? That see, that's the question. Are they really fun or are they stupid? Like my bracket was ruined after day one, so I threw it away. Mm -hmm. So how much fun is that? Yeah, but 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 when you know, sometimes you 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 go in the first day. Oh boy, I'm out. And and that's you know that's the most boring office conversation. Shut up, your bracket is busted. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Everybody's bracket is busted. And then then with all the upsets, it, you, you go back. Wait a minute, I'm still in this. I, I know I don't have any of the final four teams, but neither does anybody else. So yeah. maybe I'm still alive. That said, I think this year's tournament has been great. Yes, yes, I agree. It's been great. The the question is. Is this going to be an anomaly because of the COVID year? Like you, you got a lot of players in it who would be out of college basketball. COVID year plus unrestricted portal plus influx of nil money, which may or may not get regulated, which may or may not die down once these companies go. We're not getting our money's worth paying for so and so kid to play at Illinois or whatever yeah. school he transfers I, I to. I agree. 
I mean, I've seen there's a couple of kids from Virginia that I've seen like doing small things like uh, a, a, a sneaker store. Sure. But but I have not seen, you know, that's what we heard. Oh, yeah. You're going to see these guys all over commercials. You really don't. No, it, because it, 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 they don't have any real name, image, and likeness value. It's a right. backdoor to pay them with other money that is scraped together through big donors or big sponsors, and now they've got a slush fund to go pay a point guard to come play at your school. Right, and, and you hear the coaches say, well, the rules say you're really not supposed to use NIL money to recruit. <laughs> right. But, you know. <laughs> right, which which spurred the conversation about, you know, I think someone said they should get Congress involved. And did you hear what Barkley said about that? Uh, I know he was critical. I, don't, I didn't hear exactly what he Here said. Here was Barkley on that idea. See, that, that pisses me off already. Our politicians are awful people. As I talked to Clark earlier, because I asked him about y'all conversation, I would actually go to people who actually care about basketball, not looking at it just themselves. I would put a committee together. I would love for Clark to be on the committee. Oh, committee. Committees fix everything. Players. And let's try to work this thing out. We can't ask these politicians nothing. Those people are awful people. Democrats and Republicans. They've all... <laughs> I like that. Good, good for you, Barry. Uh, this would be a terrible idea to try to involve Congress in the regulation of NIL money. Agreed? Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, and how are they going to regulate it? How, how is that going to happen? I don't you know. know. I don't yeah, know. It, but I think it's been a great tournament because, and this is why the tournament is so bulletproof, it is truly a heads-I-win, tails-you-lose event. Cinderella's versus Blue Bloods. If you got the Blue Bloods, the one seeds, the power teams that make it through to the Final Four, you can stand back and go, wow, look at these teams. They are loaded. This is going to be an epic battle in the Final Four. If it's Cinderella's, you're like, oh, my God, who's Florida Atlantic? What's their deal? What a great story they are. Heads I win, tails you lose. Bulletproof event. Yeah. Also, you you get to know some of these players as the tournament goes by. Yes. You know, we we did this a couple of weeks ago and it was really dumb. But we sat there. <laughs> We're like, we don't we know said, anybody. Right. You, you That's because we haven't because we hadn't watched any regular season. Which maybe this wild tournament, like you said, further devalues the point of watching the regular season. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. You you just you know you just want to see if your team has enough wins to get in. Sure. And then once they're in. You know, we start learning this this kid from uh, Kansas State. Marquise uh, Noel. Yeah. Brooklyn I'm, I'm point guard. I know. He right. was the most exciting thing to happen to this yeah, tournament exactly. in a I long mean, time. I, yeah. I, I don't, I, look, I, I don't have any uh, allegiance to Kansas State. I, I don't know anybody. Well, I guess uh, Ryan O'Halloran went there. That's the only person I know who ever went there. <laughs> right. And nobody and, knows who that is, by the way. Ryan O'Halloran, a NFL beat writer, formerly of the Washington Redskins, then the Jaguars. Now he's in. I think he's in Buffalo. Buffalo, I'm not mistaken. I believe, yes. He was. He was. Uh, he was in also in Denver for a while. But uh, but but other than him, I don't know anybody. But. I was rooting hard for them to win because I want to watch this kid play two more games. He's unbelievable. Yeah, no, it was it was fun and uh, the the feel good buzz of them winning on Thursday night with uh, Jerome Tang, their head coach, becoming yep. a, t- a revival tent preacher. I just love on everybody. How they coach themselves. Love can accomplish anything. And then the heartbreak of them not even getting a squeeze off in a three-point game with a good seven or eight seconds left on the clock. That's a dagger right there. They didn't even get a look, unfortunately. 
Well, I, I don't understand that last play because Noel was basically shooting from half court for most of the <laughs> right. game. So take and, one. And he's got an open three. I know. And he passes to some guy who's double teamed and he doesn't get I a know. shot off. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so there's a lot of good stories. Uh, Florida Atlantic. I mean, what are they? Who are they? Why are they? And is this at all sustainable for Florida Atlantic? No, no, no. And you don't and think coaches, so? No. And if the coach is smart, he needs to get out. Oh, he's, be another. Oh, he's going to yeah. go. Now, I don't know what jobs are open. I don't know who's going to offer him because already a number of the coaches that made a nice mini run in the tournament have been plucked and poached and gone mm-hmm. to bigger schools for more money. But there's got to be one big one that's still out there. Yeah, some so and and somebody's going to leave for the NBA probably. You know, they'll they'll be one of those. So yeah, do you know so that? Somebody, do you know who the football coach is at Florida Atlantic? Uh, Andy Herman, it, or not that? Andy Herman? Uh, Tom Herman. Tom Herman, the former hottest coach going in college football, an yeah. assistant under Urban Meyer at Ohio State, who then yeah. got hired at Texas. And then flamed out of Texas. He had one other stop down the, the rung of the ladder, and now he's at Florida Atlantic. Yeah, well, the the uh, used to be Howard Schnellenberger, and uh, and and his uh, big protege was Alfred Morris, who was a six round pick by Washington, and had a great a couple of years for them. So you know. Right. Tom Herman, who gave me the greatest line ever, uh, not gave me, but gave everyone the greatest line ever. There was uh, someone who was trying to extort him by claiming they had proof that he was, you know, uh, banging hookers on the side and doing all this other stuff. And they were texting him like, I'm going to go public with this and expose this. And his response was simply, and he was Texas coach at the time, was, cool, hook him. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, so I got a question for you about Jim Laranega, who's Miami Hurricanes play today later. Uh, We're Mm -hmm. recording this before the games today so I can sit and enjoy and watch and have a nice, peaceful Sunday and not worry about putting this thing out afterwards. I'll talk about the game tomorrow. But uh, how is Laranega still kicking ass down there at Miami? Well, one of the things that they did, especially last year and probably carried over to this year, they got real aggressive in the in the NIL early. I mean, okay. they were and they were and they were attracting transfers, you know, as well. And uh, and and he's look, he's a good coach. He's the first guy to take one of these small schools to the Final Four. George Mason, and, yeah, George Mason. That's that's going back away. That's two thousand six. And you know, something else that that was so cool about this story is he was, I think, pushing 70 when he left George Mason to go down there. He's 73 now. He left Mason in 2011. Oh, that long ago. Yeah, so he was only 62, but he looked older. Let's put it that way. He looked older, and he, like a lot of New York people, had relatives living in uh, (laughs) Miami. So it was... It seems sort of like, oh yeah, a retirement he'll go down package there for a couple of years. Yeah, you know, coach, and then he'll uh, he'll go to the early bird with the rest of his family. You know, on uh, at four o'clock in the afternoon and have dinner and walk around shopping malls and eat frozen yogurt and all that. And, and it turns out he can still coach and he's still doing a hell of a job. It's unbelievable. Here he was dancing after the win in the Elite Eight. 
and it, and it didn't work, <laughs> and they got beat down. But I actually, oh my goodness. Work it out, Coach Larinaga. Work it out. Hey, he's doing the road now. Work it out. Work it out, Coach Larinaga. Man, please, I can't can't unsee that. Oh, he's better than you. He's much better than you. I can't. Uh, Chuck, I've seen you dance, and I've seen Coach Larinaga dance. First Dancing all, with the stars. Well, neither he gets, one of us should he be gets dancing. A 10. He, gets, he gets a 9, 9.5, you get like a 7. Okay, question. Is that a good look for a 73-year-old man? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I just yeah. had to ask. You know, everything is yeah. always on the borderline of cringy these days. I'm just wondering, nah. was that cringy or was no. that genuine and cool? No, nah, I mean, he, he, he seems like he really enjoys what he does. And, and for a guy who really didn't get discovered until, you know. know, late in his career, he, he was an assistant on the Ralph Sampson teams at Virginia and took him a long time to, uh, to get to the big time. And, uh, well, he made you know, George Mason in the big time. The other thing about what he did at Mason, as you say, left in 2011 means that he stayed five years after he, he made did. the final four. Right. You know, he did not he, strike he, when he could have perhaps while the iron was hot, he stuck yeah. it out. He did get yeah. a raise from George Mason, but they had limited yeah. ability to, yeah. to pay him what he was otherwise getting paid at Miami. Anyway, it's a, it's a great story. I did notice one thing though. Suddenly after all these years, a little Spanish squiggle over yeah. his, uh, N in Laranega has appeared in print. Yes, yes, I've yes, not yes. seen this Laranega or whatever, yeah. however you say that. But this is new to me. Well, it's you know large Hispanic community in the uh, Miami area, so it's probably good for business, uh, don't you think? I guess so. I just it's it just as well. I was like, wait a minute, what did that squiggle uh, show up there? Yeah. Speaking of looks, tell me if Tom Izzo. Using the L word, lucky, in a loss is a good look. This was after their loss to K-State. Tom Izzo of the Spartans with Allie LaForce. That doesn't rip your heart out, Coach. I don't know what will. Walk me through that last minute. Yeah, I'm so proud of these guys for a lot of reasons. I mean, give them credit, but I mean, they banked in two shot clock threes. There were, and they made some big plays, but some of those plays weren't big plays. They were lucky plays, and... And I didn't think we played our best. I think some of it was them. I think some of it was us. But, boy, we bounced back in that second half. And So I don't think a coach should ever, in a losing effort, invoke the L word. Lucky. I agree. That's I agree. a and bad look. It's not a high crime. It's just a bad look that you go, come on, dude. Well, and he look, he's, he's had his share on the other side of that, too. And uh, if you want to talk to our close mutual friend, uh, Gary, Gary Williams. Williams. <laughs> yes, about the about the loss in 2010 when Draymond Green passed to Corey. Well, he was passing to somebody else who ducked Corey Rispert. Corey Lucius. Oh, Corey it. Lucius, right? Yeah, yeah, and and drained the three pointer. And and, and 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 Gary would rather talk about that than the national championship he won in 2002. And he goes, "Who ducks when you're when you're getting a pass? Who the hell? Who ducks? Hey, well, yeah. in this case, somebody ducked, and that was all the difference in the game. And, and he and he got and he won and he advanced, and there was luck involved. And the way it was setting up, if Maryland had won that game, they might have made the final four that year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alabama is out. I think a lot of people uh, are not upset about that. Here's the thing about selling your soul for a championship: a lot of times, the devil goes back on his word. So mm-hmm. now Alabama has no championship and they've got the stain of 
bending over backwards to keep a single player eligible because they felt like if they suspended him, it was going to permanently damage their chance at a title. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the way things work in college basketball, he's off to the NBA. And uh, this will soon be forgotten, sadly. You know, uh, a woman is dead. And, you know, this this really is not going to have an enormous effect on the basketball program, I don't think. Right. So, so you know, someone someone quipped, well, I guess Alabama was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Well, oh, San Diego it, State. And I'm like, wow, that's savage. Of course, that's what they said about uh uh, Brandon Miller, that he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Other people said, eh, I don't know. It seems like a little more than that. Yeah, well, I think Nick Saban took a little shot at uh, That's at, what I felt as well when he said, look, yeah. there is no such thing as wrong place, wrong time, that you are nope. accountable for all your decisions, all your actions, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, he had a player who was driving. See, his, one of his players caught driving 140 40 miles an hour. I don't even um, know how that is. 140. I, I don't, I've never owned a car that where the speedometer goes that high. What's the fastest you have ever driven? I've probably driven over 90. I don't think I've ever hit 100. I think I've done 110 briefly out in the Nevada desert on the way up to Mesquite to play golf where the speed limit is like 85, I want to say. Really? Wow. And I got to tell you, Andy, once you get to 100, you really start to feel on the edge of, I can't afford to make any mistakes driving right now. I've got oh, yeah. to be super focused on everything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So there yeah. is that. Um, let's see. Uh, what else is there about the tournament uh, worth talking about? Gonzaga, once again, that, mm-hmm. the Gonzaga does the Gonzaga. They This was the year they're like, well, we're not as hyped as our other recent vintage teams. We're still pretty damn good. The bracket seems to be falling our way. And then UConn went through them like shit through a tin horn last night. Well, I mean, Danny Hurley is is a jerk. I mean, he he has had just <laughs> more than Bobby. Oh yeah, well, the, the different personalities, I think, uh, and and Bobby hasn't had that kind of success as a coach. I mean, he's he's a good coach, but he's had he's had some dust ups with other coaches. He's he's abrasive, and uh, you know has a chip on his shoulder. But boy, <laughs> I mean, they are crushing people right now. I, I don't know if it carries over in the next weekend. But what they just did in the Sweet 16, whoa. I think there's a real good shot of them winning it all at this point because they look pretty awesome. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone, you learn by matching audio from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today.
That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. All right, let's pivot to some industry talk. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to this convention every year. It's the Barrett Sports Media Annual Sports Radio Convention. I, I, he, I follow him on Facebook and Jason I see all these- Barrett, who is a consultant in our industry, not right, a bad I, guy, but I've never met him, but, but, okay. but I, 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 I see his pictures up and I know everybody who's at his, at his conferences. I've been doing this for 45 years. How come I've never gotten an invite to this? Uh, you're not sexy enough. I've never been invited. Not. My own agent goes out there and mm-hmm. he never once has lobbied for me. Like, hey, I got to get you at this conference. I think you'd be great, you know, get you some visibility. Anyway, Colin Cowherd was there and had some interesting things to say. Uh, the Fox Sports Radio host, writes Barrett, shared his admiration for the radio medium and joked that he is likely to make mistakes because of the pace of his show. And that's okay with him. Quote, radio is just a treadmill to me, said Coward. Don't worry about mistakes. Just go. He then shared the difficulty of doing both a TV show and a radio simulcast. The simulcast is about pace. I know my radio show isn't quite what it could be, and my TV show isn't quite what it could be, but I have to balance them. He then was asked about all the times he makes headlines for his mistakes or unpopular opinions. 
said Coward, quote, I'm really good at not doing things. I'm very good at not picking up my phone. I'm very good at not giving a shit about criticism. I don't worry about that. I used to tell Doug Gottlieb this. There's not a lot of money in being right. I got rich by being interesting. Be interesting. We're not Wikipedia. I just don't care about the criticism. Well, you know, he's laughing all the way to the bank, I guess. But uh, but here's, here's the thing. It's not that he gets factoids wrong. It's that he will take polar opposite positions about a player from one year yeah. to the next or one month to the next with no acknowledgement of, hey, I used to think that Baker Mayfield was going to be really good. It turns right. out he's not because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah, that's the Francesa school there. Mike Francesa did the same thing for many years, also got very wealthy doing it. Uh, uh, Stephen A. Smith, who makes more than all of them, uh, to his credit, he will say when he was wrong. I, I, I have He's loud. He's right. loud all the time. He's loud right sometimes and loud wrong. But he will admit when he's wrong. So I do credit him for that. I just, with, with Coward, here's the thing that has to be stressed. They're not holding open auditions or tryouts for his job every year. You know, they're not saying, okay, let's see who can be as good as or better than him. So when he says, I got rich by being interesting, you got rich by timing. You were on ESPN, you had high visibility, and then Fox Sports decided they were going to get into the pundit game business, and they went and poached you, and they poached uh, Skip Bayless for way too much money. And then they put you guys on the air, You guys got very low ratings, probably unjustifiable, but you were their product. And in the big scheme of Fox Sports and their global spending and all sports and sports rights and league rights and everything else, you guys didn't stand out even making five, six million a year. So they kept you because they wanted the programming cheap as it is, relatively Mm -hmm. speaking, three hours a day in the morning, three in the midday. And they said, fine, we'll just pay you. They're not holding tryouts every year, you know? That yeah. cannot be stressed enough for young people that want to get into our business. They're not, and they won't. Yeah. And in fact, I don't think anyone's been signed for $5 million a year to be a pundit on television since these two guys. Right, and and, and the radio's working the same way. You know, Michael Kay in New York, uh, Craig Carton, who walked out of jail and has yeah. now tripled, tripled Kay's ratings really? in New York. In the afternoon, yeah, on WFAN, they just gave Kay a new contract, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Because he's there, he's an established product. They're right. not holding tryouts, it's not about being good. I do believe you should try to be right in your mm-hmm. opinions as somebody who talks about sports. I think you should try to be right, and when you're wrong, take a moment okay. to go, Well, here's where I was wrong, I didn't see this coming. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Right, right, right. That that's that's the thing. I mean, everybody is wrong. We're 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 paid to give our opinions, and sometimes we're right, and sometimes we're wrong. But you got to make a call early right. on in the process. You can't, you know, it, what we often say. Well, we'll have to see how it all plays out. But but really, that's not what we're paid to say. Yeah, uh, coward also once said, "quote No one's getting rich on podcasting." Yeah, Could well, not be more wrong if he tried. <laughs> he then started his own podcast company called The Volume. 
And he said, well, you know, I watch Simmons. I watch Portnoy. I watch Big Cat. I'm constantly pivoting. We started podcasting. We're a media company now. We watch what the audience likes. We look at the data. And then he goes on to say this. This is the most amazing bit of douchebaggery from Coward. He said, now that he's management of a company, he doesn't mind paying his employees what they're worth. Quote, the best thing I do all year is write bonus checks to my staff. It's such a joyful moment. If I have a producer and I write him a $12,000 or $18,000 check, I'm changing his life. It's a down payment for a house. They can buy a car. It's joyous, he says. Fuck you! You fucking narcissist liar. You're not writing $12,000 bonus checks. Not to somebody making 45 grand a year. Also, uh, just the use of the word staff makes my skin crawl. I know he has a staff, but when your job is to sit on your tuchus all day and pontificate about sports, (laughs) just the mere mention of staff is just, ugh. You just, you couple that with him saying, I got rich by being interesting, not by being right. And then... I wrote a check to a producer, a bonus check, which doesn't exist for twelve thousand uh, dollars, and it's a joyous moment. They can buy a car now. They don't have to ride the bus. Yeah. Wow! And, and, Fuck and, him. And, <laughs> and, and, and you know what? And his his takes, his entertaining takes. Uh, this goes back a long way. But I, I was driving my daughter to, to college. This is how long ago it was. So it's fifteen, over fifteen years ago. And we're listening, and he's talking about why the SEC is so good. And again, I'm half paying attention to him, but he says that the SEC is so good because the obesity rate in the South is high, <laughs> and therefore you have bigger linemen. And and I'm so, you know, like in a fuzz because of, of hearing him. And my daughter goes, what? And she's like, you know, 18 years old and not a huge sports fan. She was so, like, what? <laughs> what is he saying? I go, oh, yeah, that's that's coward. That's kind of what he does. You know, oh, God, <laughs> uh, hold on. I just got this text in. Oh, it's my it's my agent. He's listening somehow live as I record. What's it? Oh, I'm never going to be invited to this conference now after that rant about coward. Yeah, I'm out of this. See, this is why you and I are not at this conference, because they're selling sunshine and bullshit, basically. Imagine if I was invited to this conference, and after Coward gets up there and says that, I come on and go, what a load of shit that is. You know, hey, kudos to to Colin. He works hard. I'll give him that. But he's a product of timing in the fact that they're not holding auditions. I didn't get to audition for his job. How do you know I wouldn't have been a lot better? They're just not. I would have done the job better for $2 million a year, and yet they never gave me the chance. And this stuff about $12,000 bonuses, kids, don't believe any of that. That has never happened in my 30-plus years in the business, a $12,000 bonus. Right. And and, and were we allowed to get up there and talk about, like, say, I don't know, a program director who decided that there's a small sliver of Washington that has African-Americans that are not reached by another radio station. And he decided to hire a show that was, that was African-Americans just to reach that sliver. I mean, just the stupidity. And there's nothing wrong with having a show that's 
all African-Americans, but the way the strategy worked was right. just a complete disaster and blew up a whole station. Are we allowed to talk about those things at these conferences? No, no. In fact, I don't think they want you talking about the horror stories. I don't think you, they, don't, they, they don't want to have a seminar, a breakout seminar on toxic GMs or Not GMs. Idiot PDs. Can we do that? No, we can't. I guess not. I, I'm, I'm, I currently enjoy the PD I work for in uh, Wal- yeah. Milwaukee. No, not Scott, all of them. So. Some of them are very good. No, yeah, and, Bruce and Gilbert fact, was great. Yeah, um, and Gilbert, Gilbert hired hired Colin Coward. You know, and and that worked out well for for ESPN. It really did. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, so. All right, we'll uh, we'll leave the Stephen A. Smith thing with Levitard for another day because it's kind of it's this it's the second side of the same coin basically. Did you see that little video yeah, clip that came out? I did, and I know Dan, and I like Dan, but but you know I thought yeah. that was a little bit much. You okay. do okay. Well, we'll get to that uh, next week maybe. Uh, let me uh, move into this real quick and then, quick, and then we'll put a wrap on it. Um, Kanye's now cool with your people, Andy. I'm not sure oh, you're aware great. of this. Kanye uh, West me and, says, "Me and Yay, we're <laughs> going to go to High Holy Day services together. No question about it." Like he that. says, "He says after this whole incident, he has been spending time really, uh, you know, studying and understanding, and that he has no, he no longer has anti-Semitic views." Great. Well, you know, how did it work out for you, Yay? <laughs> how did things work out with your anti-Semitic views? Huh? Now, now you've changed your mind, huh? Great. Uh, he says uh, one of the one of the guys that really helped him was Jonah Hill. Oh, okay. This well, after Jonah's watching Jonah Hill in the film Twenty One Jump Street, he said it make him it made him like Jewish people again. Great. Now Great. Sh- you're calling him Yay? Is it not Ye? I thought it was Yay. Uh, but the Kanye. shoes are called Yeezys. They're right, not called Yeezys. I don't know. Yeah, I don't well, know. They, I have a very young producer who who uh, says to me that that's how they say it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Mattress Mac yeah. may be a degenerate. He lost $4.5 million betting on Houston to win it all, which would have netted him like $32 million because they were six or seven to one, something like that. For a while now, Mattress Mac was portrayed as a guy who was a brilliant hedger of his business interests where he would offer, he would bet on a certain amount of a huge amount of money on a Super Bowl or a world series. But then he would say that's to offset what my losses would be. If my promotion for get a free mattress, if the Astros win the world series. Now, I just think that he's a guy that has a real gambling problem. Well, he might, but but wouldn't he be? Wouldn't he have had to sell his businesses by now if he really did? You know, take a big uh, hit from that. Andy, whenever somebody has a gambling problem, there's a period where it seems to all still be functioning okay. before it all flies apart. I'm mm-hmm. just saying right now, put plant the flag in this. Put a little mark on this comment. Watch out in the next five years to see where Mattress Mac is, because something tells me this is headed for a very unhappy ending because he only bets on houston teams basically right right and that's that ties in with his business which is in houston yeah but so, that's also a stupid fucking way to bet yeah well again you know when you <laughs> bet when on you the, go to vegas they, on, those big hotels i know they, they're, they're I there know. because the house wins yeah all right and then finally pour one out andy for the last of the super bowl scribes jerry green has right. passed away he was the last sports writer who had personally been to and covered every single one of the NFL's Super Bowls. 
Yeah, yeah. I I used to see him uh, there, and there were there were just a few of them left. There. Jerry Eisenberg, who was at the first one, is still alive. There's a, there's a couple of Dave Klein is still alive uh, who covered the first, but but not just the ones who had the streak, and he did have the longest streak, which was broken this year. He was too ill to go. Yeah. Um. But but there aren't that many left, and and one of the many things that made Doctor Z, you know, kind of miserable to be around, Paul Zimmerman. Yeah. I mean, he's you know, was that he was he was always bitter about the fact that the New York Post assigned him to cover like a college basketball game for the first Super Bowl. And, <laughs> and so, yeah, that that was that was pretty amazing. But, you know, those those guys, those scribes, they they used to rule the roost at the Super Bowl. That's oh, yeah. that's really not the way it is anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, they used to be the stars. Now the stars are. Stephen A. Smith wearing a black cowboy hat on a huge stage in front of thousands of fans doing hot takes and mocking the Cowboys like he's a wrestling promoter. Right. And and those guys like Jerry Green actually used to cover the Super Bowl. You know? Oh, yeah. No, they, they were in yeah. all the press conferences. They filed a story yeah. every single day. And yeah. Right. 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 Times have changed good. and time is undefeated. So rest in peace, Jerry Green. Andy, on with your Sunday, my friend. Uh, no cherry blossoms for you. It's a beautiful day here in the nation's capital. So uh, there's going to be a lot more suckers that decide to get in their cars and go down there. <laughs> Just go online and Google cherry blossoms, title basin, screensaver. You will have... <laughs> thousands high resolution photos of the most amazing pictures of these trees that's true yeah all right right, andy we'll talk to you next week thank you bud i see you there you go appropriate that the song lovely day by oh who does this song i do like this one lovely day song by bill withers yes the great bill withers hope you have a lovely monday I'm going to go enjoy my Sunday, and we will see you next time. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.